shearing sheds are exciting. They present an opportunity to improve efficiency and reduce the costs of wool harvesting, make the job easier, improve operator safety and ensure animal welfare standards are met. You might have heard about the recent AWI Shearing Shed Consultation and Design Project, which saw the creation of an innovative new shearing shed design, designed by AWI's Industry Working Group and first built by Working Group member Hilton Barrett of Dubbo, New South Wales. And now we are seeing this research being rolled out on wool growing properties right across Australia, as an ever-growing number of producers are building shearing sheds or renovating existing ones. You're listening to The Yarn, the number one wool industry podcast. I'm Ellie Bigwood. An impressive example of this research uptake is in the brand new shearing shed of Jeff and Linda Bilney on their property Broom Farms near Cogenup in Western Australia's Great Southern. Jeff and Linda run a mixed sheep and cropping enterprise with a sheep feedlot. Last year, they shore over 65,000 head from their feedlot plus their own sheep in the paddock, in bursts over a nine-month period. So with an operation of that scale, it's probably no surprises that the old four-stand shed with a holding capacity of 300 was going out of fashion. The new Broom Farm shearing shed is based off AWI's shed design, with a few additions here and there to suit their operation, as you'll hear more about throughout the episode. You can listen to Jeff talk more about the specifics of his business and, of course, his shearing shed in a recent episode on the Sheep Connect New South Wales podcast. But today on The Yarn, we cover the costs, design elements and benefits with his builder, Chad Lavender, and shearing contractor, Darren Byrne, whose inputs to the designing and planning of this shearing shed were pivotal to its development and its success. Chad Lavender of Chippy Chad & Co Construction grew up on a livestock and cropping property near Williams in WA and after an opportunity arose five years ago to renovate his father-in-law's shearing shed, he's been renovating and building shearing sheds ever since. I'd be averaging five to six a year for the last five years, so probably 30, but they're not new builds. Um, New builds, I'd probably say 10 and renovating existing sheds, yeah, would be close to 30, yeah, shearing sheds. So where across Australia are you building or renovating sheds? Everywhere from Esperance to Geraldton. I'll go anywhere. Since COVID, only WA. <laughs> we haven't had the luxury of working on the coast yet because there's not too many sheep there. But um, generally speaking, um, south of Perth through Cogenup, Tamalup, up, Nyingra, they're your big sheep areas. So we do find ourselves in that area quite a bit. <laughs> and we find ourselves today at Jeff and Linda Bilney's Farm, Broom Farms, which is near Cogenup, and we're in their brand spanking new shed, which you've built as well based on AWI's shed design project. Tell us about what's involved in building this shed and using that shed design. Yeah, it was. I saw myself as fortunate to get the opportunity to um, build the first one in Western Australia and had the good opportunity of going over to Dubbo and having a look at the first one that AWI did with Hilton Barrett and spent some time talking to Hilton and then actually I couldn't tell you the amount of phone calls that I made to Jason Dumbrell as well who who was the actual builder of that shed over there and just yeah things that they changed and the key points to actually building the internal fit out because the plans um, we only changed mildly so the the inside design is exactly to AWI spec and when I say that I mean the internal yard infrastructure layout plus the positioning of shearing heads, um, shoot positionings, 
drag positions, all that is exactly to AWI's design. We just changed the subframe to a steel bearer design to give us large spans without support. Because of the large numbers going through this shed, uh, we just saw maintenance to the um, excavation of the manure being an important aspect of this job. So yeah, there was quite a bit of uh, maybe a week's worth of nutting out where I could put all these steel beams without them um, running into the chute openings for the sheet because the AWI design is based through a timber construction design and you can just chop your barriers and frame out for your chutes whereas you can't do that with the steel beams so yeah that was quite an interesting one to do that and it took some time and we had to do new drawings but the actual design itself is exactly what AWI designed and we're amazed with how well it's working here. We changed the sheep entry point to this shed as opposed to Hilton's um, we rang Hilton up and just said that our external yard infrastructure didn't work to the positioning of his ramp in Dubbo. They come up on, let's just say, if you're standing at the front of the board, the back right-hand corner, and ours were coming in the back left-hand side. So we're like, do we need to reverse all our yards around for the shape flow? And by chance, Hilton actually said he would prefer his ramp on the other side. So we didn't reverse anything, and it's worked amazing. I've, I've never actually seen a shed pan up like we've timed. We've actually done time trials. Um, no dogs and yeah 800 sheep penned up within 15 minutes so quite amazing to think that you can come down and um, pen up your new shed for a day shearing and it's 15 minutes of your time as opposed to fighting with sheep on an old ramp into an old shed for an hour or two yeah so it's one thing to just see the design but to actually see it in action how it benefits the shearers the wool handlers and the pen filling up i witnessed it today and my gosh it was quick it's so good to watch it is amazing in this shed i would say it's actually not a issue in penning your sheep up it's an issue in slowing your sheep down so it's actually the reverse to the problems in all sheds the shape sort of fly through the system so fast you've just got to be really switched on to your numbers that you want moving forward into those pens before you potentially have too many shape in the one spot because they flow through the shed so quickly so it's incredible as, as what it should be. So let's talk about the economics of a new shed because that's what people want to know about the benefit cost analysis. What is the cost of a brand new shed looking like? Every job is different based on facts of Site location, earthworks required, power, how far away your power is, what's involved in getting that to the site. A lot of people have an existing shed which is tied into your external yard infrastructure so you're limited as to the positioning of your new shed um, without getting rid of the old one or just resetting up a whole new infrastructure. But yeah, it is a long-term investment for generations to come. If I was to give you a figure, so they've got something to work with, once the time you establish um, your shearers facilities like toilets and somewhere to eat, your stormwater management because you do have a lot of water coming off your roof so you've got to do something with your water, electricity and yeah, all the rest of it, you, you don't get much change out of half a million dollars, yeah. But yeah, I mean, as far as the agricultural industry goes, if you put that on a comparison rate to um, machinery and the depreciation of cropping equipment and that over a short period I mean yeah the cost of your shed is actually quite cheap yeah it's very cheap and you look at how long shearing sheds last some of them we've all seen sheds that have still been built in the 60s and probably could use some renovations but this shed looking at it today the 
castle that it is is going to be here for I would hope with your construction, the next 50 to 100 years, and that's certainly longer than any bit of harvesting equipment is going to give you, which would cost you double the price anyway. That's right. Yeah, I would love to say that it would definitely be here for 100 years, as long as we don't get a cyclone alvey or something stupid like that. 100-year warranty with you guys? Yeah, no, I won't put my uh, signature on that one. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, look, it would certainly be here... Yeah, 50 years easy, 70 plus, and potentially all sheds can be there for 100 years plus if the maintenance is up, up keep to, um, yeah, basically keeping your shed clean because, yeah, all your corrosion and um, everything comes from the manure and that not being cleaned out. And, yeah, just having this shed that high off the ground makes it an easy chore and um, people aren't crawling around on their hands and knees and nobody ever wants to do that job so it doesn't get done. Fond memories of my childhood doing that. What's the timeline from planning to finishing? What's the timeline in building the shed? Yeah, so the timeline of working out anywhere between 50 to 60 days on site with four to five other carpenters or builders. So, yeah, the actual construction time is yeah 50 to 60 days on site. Planning time and prefabrication of steel at the moment with the building industry and the shed game especially being so demanding potentially if you ordered a shed today you'd probably be doing very well if you got it within three months design wise you need at least a month uh, with myself or another builder to just finalize those ideas so that you're actually ordering a shearing shed and you're not just ordering a shed and then trying to fit it out with a shearing shed fit out shearing sheds are not just a shed like it is a shearing shed so you should be um, planning every aspect into the build of your shearing shed to minimize costs so that later on you're not going back through cutting everything out to make everything work in terms of like cross bracing being in the wrong places shutters windows just everything needs to be planned out well and basically that you order a shearing shed and not just a shed that you then try and turn into one yeah and finally how do you go about your consultation with growers because growers are growers and you're the builder you've both got to meet halfway how do you go about that or is there any advice you'd suggest to wool growers when speaking with their builder about renovating or building a new shed absolutely got some strong advice on this one yeah the best advice i can give to um, wool growers it is to listen to the shearers their shearing contractors and the information that's been out there has been researched and is supplied by AWI into terms of what makes a good shearing shed and a good workplace. It's not necessarily what the wool growers think is right in terms of a raised board or this is how this has always been for 50 years and um, this is how it's going to stay. Yeah, a shearing shed is a shearer's workplace. It's their workshop. It's about improving the industry for them to Number one, minimise workplace injuries because, yeah, that's a huge thing affecting the agricultural society at the moment. Yeah, there, there is a great saving that can be made from the labour required in regard to, like, having an extra shed hand and things like that by building a design that flows well. I mean, you can actually lose... You can get rid of an extra rousey, so you can lose a staff member there. And as we've seen in this shed, the guys are shearing up to an extra four to five sheep per run. So yeah, over, over six stands, that's over 100 sheep a day and over a week, you know, that's an extra 700, that's a day shearing that you've saved. 
and that just comes simply through the right design. So, yeah, it's an important to uh, look at the new research that's out there that's been done, and yeah, there's some things out there that need to change in some ways, and yeah, it's trying to make a standard across the industry, which hopefully we can set. Chad, before we go, where can people find you or get in touch with you if they want to know more information on this? Yeah, we have a website, www.chippychadconstruction.com.au. I also have a Facebook page called Chippy Chad & Co. Our Facebook page is a good website because it has the latest images of all the work that we've done, plus it has all the past jobs and the progress throughout the job, and they can look at all the different sheds we've done everywhere through there. best way is to give me a phone call and my number's available on the website and that but yeah I'm not a big one for emailing or internet so just ring me. Well thanks so much for having a yarn with us today and congrats on the birth of this beautiful shed. All the best. Yeah no worries thank you very much. Darren Byrne was born and bred into the shearing industry and for 25 years he's owned and operated South Shear Shearing Contracting out of Katanning in WA. He says that the Broom Farm shearing shed is the best that he's ever seen and ever worked in. I've worked in sheds all around Australia. This is by far the best shed. So it's, and you know, every year you go back to the same sheds and it's getting ran down and ran down more and more. And my emphasis on farmers is you know, if you make some improvements, it's better than no improvements. So if you make a little bit of improvement every year, at least you got to make an improvement because sometimes you go to sheds and there's no toilet paper for the girls and there's no soap so you can wash your hands and you know, wherever you go should be standard soap and toilet paper. Everyone does sort of something every year to a shed. I know it's hard. As soon as you shut, no shearing is finished, you shut the door and you don't use it till six months, seven months' time. But at least get in there every day, you know, wet, a wet day. Instead of working in the machinery shed, I go, let's go over a shearing shed and just, just fix this fix this board and fix this gate and fix this and fix that and then it's done then and uh, instead of just putting it off and putting it off the next one next thing you know you go back to go back shearing again and and the same problems there and yeah you could almost look at it like you know going giving your car a service every year it's just something that needs to be done making sure that everything's in working order it's really the same principle for maintaining your shed yes that's right yeah exactly right and things sit there idle for a long time well I do take a bit to start up again, you know, and um, same shearing sheds, they get full of dust and you go and use them again, you turn them on and next minute the down tubes aren't oiled up or, or and, and next minute they snap and, and they run hot and it makes the handpiece run hot and and just a bit of care and a bit of maintenance really on, on everything in the shearing game really. Yep. We haven't got much in the shearing shed that, that needs maintenance, like the wool press and the shearing heads, that's about it, and the wool press is all manpower. So. Some important messaging there. Let's talk about the aspects of the design of this shed that you feel improve your speed as a shearer. Yeah, well, the three would be, the main one would be the catching pin where you drag out, you're dragging straight out onto onto your stand where where you're not actually twisting. And um, the front fill pins, your pins are always full all the time, so you're not going, you don't have to walk to the back of the pin all the time. And just the, in the actual, the feel of the shed is like it's, it's fresh, it's new, and it's enjoyable to work in. Yep. And that makes you want to cheer more and, and be happier. Be more productive. Yeah, that's right. If you walk into a shed that's dull and, and nothing works and and everything's broken, you think, oh, no, I don't want to cheer in this, in this, in this place. But we walk in this shed, it's, you, know, you feel the vibe. It's just a good vibe, yep, yep. which is good. And how about aspects of the design that 
help reduce fatigue. So you spoke about then in the fill pens where the sheep run upwards and you don't have to drag as far. Yep. Are there any other elements that really help? Yeah, as you say, we're catching pens. Uh, we've got a, there's a 300 metre um, slope. So the sheep are always facing uphill. The sheep are always facing away from you. So they're not, so you don't have to bend, twist them around to, to bend them. So, so you walk in and the sheep are there, you just tip them straight over and you drag them out where you're not, not actually chasing them around the catching pen. That's a big bonus. And I'm also seeing a lot of efficiency when you guys have finished, finished your sheep and you're about to send them down the chute. They literally just roll in there and then shoot off. Yeah, they do, yeah. No, and you, no, we're talking about crossbred lambs. Whoever owns crossbred lambs know they kick and fight and run all over the place. And these sheep, they just fall over down the chute put their front feet over the um, lip and just rock over and down they go and then they're not coming back so which is yeah it's amazing how how it all operates and, and there's no energy used and as a shearer you're not fighting to try and get it down because you, know, you had a hard enough time shearing it fighting shearing it but i mean like as soon as you shear it you just drop it drop it down the portal and out it goes which is which is yeah magic all these aspects about the design is about helping you do your job better. And I suppose over the course of a week, it improves your productivity tenfold. Well, it does. But I mean, most, most importantly, you, you're not, not it's wear and tear on your body. Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you, you go home and you can play with grandkids, you can play with kids, you know, and you're not worn out and buggered. You know, you, otherwise, you, you know, sometimes you get home from work and you're, oh, no, not tonight, kids. Oh, I'm, I'm sore, I'm tired. No, just leave, leave Dad alone, leave Papa alone. But now you go home and, and, you, and you want to play, you say, yeah, babe, get the footy, I'll have a kick with you. Yeah. Just that you're, you know, you're a bit more, well, you're not, not worn out and buggered. Yeah, which we, everyone has a right to yeah. go home and play with their Yeah, that's right. And, and yeah. it's, it's not about sharing an extra 20 a day or 30 a day or 40 a day because, you know, it's, it's about wear and tear on the body and shearers only got you know, so long in, in their life to where they can shear and, and then their body starts to break down so mm-hmm. a lot of times the, the body breaks down because of the different setups and sheds and that now if you have a setup like this what we have here now there'll be a lot more shearers out there now who will be still shearing mm-hmm. and I, I can guarantee that so as a shearing contractor do you find that you never have any problems getting people to shear in this shed i haven't got a problem at all but they're lining up to come here because you know, we shear here four months of a year and we got aircon in in the mess room, you know, ladies and, to- and and gents' toilets, and shower. Um, we aircon on the roof coming in, um, and the farmers, Linda and Jeff Bilnia, have just done an amazing job. Can I thank them in that way? Excellent. really strong take-homes from today's episode, particularly on collaborating throughout the shed design process with your builder and shearing contractor. And hopefully the example of Jeff, Chad and Darren working together on the Broom Farm shearing shed will encourage more wool growers to have similar conversations with their contractors and their builders. So where can you find more information on shed design and view the technical drawings? Head to wool.com forward slash shed design to view the shearing shed floor plan and the technical drawings. And on the Sheep Connect New South Wales website, go to resources and on the drop down menu, click through for tools and information. And there you'll find a webinar on modern wool shed design, where AWI's Henry Ridge explains the shed design project and key features of the new shearing shed in more detail. Thanks so much for your company today. Australian Wool Innovation is on Facebook. 
on Twitter at Wool Innovation and Instagram at Australian Wool. I'm Ellie Bigwood. See you soon for another yarn.